Hey everyone and welcome back to the Purposeful Mindset Podcast. I'm honestly so grateful that you're subscribed to my podcast and I'm excited to share yet another episode with you. This podcast is all about bringing servant leaders to share their top five actionable life lessons with you all in hopes to inspire you to take more action in your life and find your true purpose. Today I have such an incredible guest. I'm super excited to bring her wisdom to you all. Her name is Heather Angel and as a successful business owner and mom of two young children, Heather has true empathy for entrepreneurs and individuals that are feeling completely overwhelmed, unfulfilled and stuck in a life that they know could be so much bigger, better and brighter. Since leaving the corporate rat race in 2015, Heather has been helping people around the world reclaim their time, energy and sense of purpose and become high performers through private mentoring and consulting, online courses, speaking events and her signature focused and fearless membership program. In this episode, Heather shared her top five life lessons which has helped her grow into the servant leader that she is today. And here are some of the things that she shared. Number one, self-love and self-acceptance. Number two, not living by your limitations. Number three, take care of your body. Number four, gratitude. And number five, be present in the now. Towards the end, she shared an amazing quote that went like this. Love who you are and the world will love you. Make sure you guys all go and connect with her after you've listened or watched this on YouTube. And without further ado, let's get straight into this episode. Hey, Heather, thank you so much for being with me on the Purposeful Mindset podcast. I'm super grateful to have you on my show. I'm, I'm just so excited to listen to your life lessons, what you have been up to, what you have gone through, what you have done in your life, because I know you have been up to some super inspiring stuff. Um, you're in the same industry as me. You've been coaching people um, for many years now. And I'm just so excited to genuinely just be quiet and listen to what <laughs> your top five life lessons are, because I know you're going to add so much value to my listeners. So I am just going to leave it all to you. Why don't you kind of introduce yourself uh, briefly to my listeners, because they probably haven't heard of you before. And then you can go straight into what are your top five life lessons. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I have definitely got some big lessons for your listeners to uh, dive into and hopefully take away some actionable points that they can implement in their own lives as well. So for those that don't already know me, I'm a high performance mentor and online strategist and I help businesses both online and offline scale and sometimes even just start. Sometimes I work with people who just come to me with an idea um, and I know we were talking uh, before we recorded that so often that is the inner work that is so essential, um, which definitely leads into the five biggest lessons I've learned in my life. So the first lesson I want to share is that without self-love and self-acceptance, everything is going to be more difficult. I so grew true. up always... You, you want to say? No, I said it's so true. So true. Mm-hmm. It Absolutely is. right. When I... I grew up always putting other people first, such a people pleaser. And I thought that was how you were as a good person. If you were a good person first, you took care of them. And especially being female as well, I think we are societally driven towards that, like nurture people, look after people. So whether it was being as a daughter, as a friend, as a girlfriend, as um, as a wife, you know, all these roles I played, I was like, well, as long as they're happy, that's okay. And, you know, as long as everything's fine. And what I realized, uh, getting older and wiser, um, is that actually that doesn't serve anybody. You can't shine bright and actually 
be your very best and take care of people in the best possible way if you don't first love who you are at the very core. And it's not a matter of just saying, oh, I'll just put a post-it note with, I love myself on the mirror and like, boom, next week you're done. It has been a long process of actually getting over the fact that it's okay to love who you are. And, you know, something, you know, you've probably uh, do this with your clients and things like that but you know things like mirror work and journaling and all these incredible tools can help you get there but without self-love you end up really sabotaging who you were put on this planet to be so that is my first and the biggest one is you've got to accept yourself if you can't look in the mirror and look in your eyes and go I rock I am awesome I love 100% of who I am then we have some work to do for sure I love that. And I, honestly, I totally agree with you, Heather, because I think that's also coming from now a male perspective as well. Male, males struggle with this a lot more than females. I've seen even through my clients or just from friends in general. I'm always just like to my, to my guy friends, like, why don't, you be, why don't you be more open? Like, why are you trying to hide? Why are you trying to pretend like you're someone you're not? Because I can feel you, man. I can feel that you're not being yourself. And I realize in my own personal growth journey and, and just upgrading my mindset, I just realized like the day, like, so two days changed my life. The first day was when I met my friend and he shared the concept of um, uh, the cash flow quadrant from Rich Dad Poor Dad with me. And he kind of showed me how life and what life could look like for me in the future rather than just working for someone else for the rest of my life. That was the first day. And the second day was actually when I sat behind this screen on my bed one day after like a year in personal growth, learning so much. And I was like, Sadiq, why are you being so selfish? Why are you not sharing this wisdom from these books? Why are you not sharing them? You need to start making videos and share them. Screw your friends. You know what? You're just going to accept yourself for who you are. No, no matter the spots on your face, how you look, your hairstyle, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is that someone out there needs to hear my energy, my voice, something that I have to say that's going to really help them. And so mm -hmm. I just started making videos and I was like, and I, and I blocked my friends and family because I was still worried at the time, but I was like, screw it. I still want to give... I want to find those strangers and impact them. So I, I can, I'll sacrifice blocking my friends and family to just add value to them. And that all came because I accepted myself. Like you said, I found that self-love for myself. I started accepting everything about me, how I was and things I didn't like. I was like, I, I, I just love how you are. So they can just stay, stay like that. And then I was also asking people, if there's anything you need me to improve on, please let me know. Cause I also want to grow and, and, and change as well. So I love that self-love so, so. And I, I think it's really an important thing, you know, obviously my experience growing up as a, a woman, it's sort of, there's all different kinds of challenges, but I think you're absolutely right. The the guys I've worked with, when you work with women, especially once they've made the decision to work with a coach, they are like, right, floodgates are open. We will tell you everything. With a guy, it's sometimes like getting a chisel and just like <laughs> chiseling away and going, slowly, slowly. Okay, next, next layer, we need to peel back another layer. So um, you know, and I think that is so much social conditioning. It, it is, it, it can be very hard for guys, especially when you, you know, put some of these, and I'm going to put it in inverted commas, you know, the, the woo stuff, like the, the personal development journey. They're like, really? I'm like, yeah, huh? <laughs> this is yeah. what you need to do. <laughs> and they're just like, no way, that's not going to help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, ton of resistance. And then they go, oh, it worked really well. I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> so moving on to the second um, lesson, which is, like I said, the, the self-love, that, overrides it's just everything absolutely everything but the next one is not living by your limitations which actually goes into you know exactly what we we're saying sometimes there's so many social limitations we grow up either in a religion or a community or just life circumstances and we 
are programmed to be like, well, this is life. This is what I can achieve. This is what is possible for me. And for me growing up, I had an amazing childhood, amazing family. You know, we weren't super rich. You know, we didn't have, you know, tons of cash. We definitely weren't super poor. Um, But you grow up programmed. You know, my mum had lots of different jobs. Highly intelligent women could do anything, but she raised us. That was just a generational thing, really. She stayed at home and raised us. So my aspirations were just get through school and get a job and have kids, get married, all, all that kind of stuff. I was like, okay, that's what life is. That's that's what I'm aspiring to. And you don't realize at such a young age how you're being programmed. And so now at 38, I look back and go, oh my goodness, like, what was I thinking? There's so much more to life and there's so much more I was always capable of that you just don't even realize the limitations that you you already have programmed into you. And that's probably one of the biggest challenges when you go down this personal development journey, you're like, oh, there's a lot of layers. There's a lot of limiting beliefs that are well and truly programmed and it's digging them out and finding out where they are and removing them. Because if you live by your limitations, you never ever get to even start scratching the surface of your potential. And I think that's heartbreaking for anyone on this planet. We've all been put to live our soul's purpose for this one uh, rotation of our lifespan. So to live by limitations and not fully embrace everything that you are and everything you're capable of, it's just heartbreaking to me. And I'm blessed that actually in the last sort of six or seven years, I've peeled back those layers and gone, oh yeah, life's awesome now. When I don't think I'm constrained by something that was programmed into me when I was, you know, just a small child. And if you can release those, you know, blocks, whether you can do it by yourself or working with a coach, it's absolutely game changing. So true. Again, I love that. I'm just here listening because it's, it's, it just made me realize as well, even through my journey, just, I think it's, even surrounding myself with the right people helped the most. Mm. That was, the, that was definitely another key factor for me. But like you said, even just, you know, just literally accepting yourself and, and then finding that, that boldness and the courage to just be yourself and, and just, and just find some purpose, you know, find something that just brings your heart peace um, and just stop worrying about other people, you know, just, just forget worrying about other people's opinions because mm. everybody's going to have an opinion. One of my mentors once said, Every, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has <laughs> one, but some are full of, you know, like some are, some are full of crap. Okay. So it's like it made me realize in that day I had a little light bulb moment because I was like, so true. Everybody's going to judge me anyways. I can be the kindest, nicest human being in the world. Some random person on social media is going to call me a, a, a bag of, um, crap you know they're gonna say you're you don't even know what you're talking about who taught you that or where did you where did you get that perspective from or you know people always gonna have um people all gonna have some kind of negative opinion towards you that's mm. okay I send those people a love heart back you know yeah. they're in a bad <laughs> place in their life and I feel sorry for them I have so much empathy and so much compassion that I genuinely just send them a love heart like you need yeah. this man I'm I'm in inner peace I have I'm 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 all good in my life, but you are somewhere so um like down and sad in your life right now. I'm gonna send you some love, man. You need mm. this. And, and I completely like, <laughs> yeah, completely agree with that. You know, it, it is it's never about I mean, we're in the online space, you just have to um you we get this kind of stuff all the time. It's just like, no, absolutely send them love. But what I would say is one of the amazing things for people listening to this who are at the point they're like, oh, but I do care about what people think. And I remember Sometimes when, when people say something to you and you believe it to be true, that's when their opinion hits. 
and you know it might be something you know if you're, if you're self-conscious about your body someone might go oh you're, you're carrying a bit more weight now or like, oh or, or you're too sk-. I used to get oh you're you're looking a bit skinny and it would like literally stab me I'm like oh my gosh and also you put on this big front but once you get the self-love piece in place you're like okay cool I'm not I'm awesome but that's your opinion that's great off you go so once you yep. build up this resilience and you actually know that you're like no you're all good other people's opinions can't even impact you because you're like okay well off you pop <laughs> with <Yeah>. your opinion <laughs> exactly no it's so true so did you you kind of just like a little pinch such a cute little comment there you go take some love have a good day it's like yeah. Yeah, this stuff doesn't affect you because as you said heather like all oh, it's it, it's because of the work, the inner work that we've done on yourself. And mm-hmm. for those of you listening, uh, as Heather just said, if you are, um, if, if you still do worry and still do care about what people think, my my, my best tip to those people, because me being the super shy person I used to be, in case you didn't know, Heather, over six years ago, I used to be super shy, couldn't speak to women, I had eight friends, I played Call of Duty and that was my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now to be a business coach, to be a speaker, to have done a TEDx and all of this stuff that everyone thinks fancy online. I'm just like, I'm just a normal guy like you. I'm just mm-hmm. a normal guy like you, born in one of the poorest boroughs in London. And like, I, I, I've just, life has humbled me to, to appreciate what I have. So first thing I say is to be grateful for everything that, that they have uh, mm-hmm. every single day. And the second thing, if you want to stop worrying about people's opinions, is you got to do a lot of like mindset work, a lot of personal growth as I did. It took me over one year to, gen- like over one year of reading books that I didn't even want to read because I wasn't interested in reading books. I'd mm-hmm. rather have learned them through videos, but I was told, read the books. You're going to have to read it. So I read them and I loved it and I don't regret it at all because those books changed my life and changed my mindset. And when people were telling me, like, don't you care about what people think about you? You know, you making these videos and stuff. I was like, nope. Like, am I doing anything bad in the videos? No, I'm genuinely sharing positivity, love, kindness, and, 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 and positive impact to people's lives. I'm not doing anything wrong. And until I convinced myself that I'm doing only good, it made me realize that I don't really care about them, random people's opinions, mm. including family and friends. I didn't care. I was like, yeah. screw them. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to do what makes me happy because that made me happy. So focus on what makes you happy, not, not others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. And uh, yeah, there's so many things like we could go on, but I will carry on with the five. <laughs> Otherwise we'll be here for hours. But um, yeah, so number three is take care of your body because it is the only one you have. And I didn't appreciate how important this was in when I was younger. I worked a couple of different jobs. I was doing college. Food was just this thing that I shoved down my throat to get through the next day. It was microwave meals. It was, you know... I worked late at cinema and it was the kebab shop and stuff like that. And I was like, that's fine. That's fine. I'm like, Oh God, that's not fine. Like now I'm just like, Oh my God, I wouldn't ever do that. But that was because I was naturally thin. I thought, well, it's fine. I'm not putting on weight. So this is a perfectly fine diet for me. And I wasn't taking care of myself. And it's only when you sort of really start to get unhealthy symptoms, you're like, Oh no, this isn't, this isn't great. My energy is slumping or, anything like that and I think we live especially in the west healthy is a term that I just want to see completely banned because our version of what a healthy westerner is I'm like "Eh." it means you haven't got disease yet or someone hasn't picked it up yet whereas if you actually focus on optimal health 
for you. And this isn't about following a fad. I'm not telling you to become vegan or go macro diet or do whatever. It's about what's healthy for you and is optimal for you. That is the biggest shift that I've made in my own personal health. Like touch wood, I just don't get ill. Like I don't get, I don't get ill. I just, I look after myself and it's a priority rather than, oh God, the doctor's told me I've got diabetes. Now I should probably lay off the cake. Uh, no, <laughs> I, you know, and I'm being really passionate about this because I see too many people in the West. We've just gone nuts with like what exercises, like exercise has to be this thing that you pay a fortune to a gym membership for. You have to do all the big classes. You have to make it all complicated. It's like, just move your body and look after yourself. And again, if you have the self-love, this is going to be second nature because you will respect yourself. But, you know, think about what you're eating. Is it going to nourish your body if it isn't? don't eat it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And if we just all took care of ourselves a lot more and put that as a priority, oh my gosh, everything just feels better. The energy levels are just so much better. And I know you agree because I've seen some of your Instagram, like well, you train like a crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to add to this too much because again, I thought I'm going to get super passionate about it as well. I can go on for it. I can go on about this certain one lesson that you're sharing for so long. But just to quickly add a little bit, I 100% agree because when I really start taking my health series over four years ago, as you know, like you've seen the videos that I post now every Monday, but it wasn't ever like that. Now people see, I always tell people, you, you never see the behind the scenes. That's, one of, that's why I got this canvas behind me because it reminds me and it keeps reminding other people whenever they see it in my podcast or wherever that no one ever sees the success at the top. No one sees the iceberg. They see all of the, other, they don't see the other stuff like yeah. the hard work, the late nights, the perseverance, all the discipline and consistencies that I had in four years where I went from doing, couldn't even do five push-ups to now doing triple clap 360 push-ups. And yeah, I mean, like, I don't even know how you do that. It's literally <laughs> like you defy gravity. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> there's only, honestly, there's only one guy on Instagram that absolutely changed my life. Like I just started following this one guy because a friend of me, a friend of mine from the gym told me. And since I followed him four years ago, I just never looked back. I don't, I follow very few people in the fitness space, but he's the only one that I copy. I I, I want to master how he does things, the, the, the way he, he works out. M majority of it is body weight. I do mainly body weight. And I love what you said as well about it's not about just going to the gym or, mm -hmm. or having the fancy weights and having the equipment. The reason why I share my Monday videos ever, the real reason is number one, for me to look back in the future at all of these videos and be like, wow, the first one compared to that, look how much I've changed. That's the first reason. Second reason is obviously to inspire and motivate everyone else. But it's actually to just help people to inspire them to move their body and showing them that, look, Sadiq is doing something on a bench. He's got a chair. He's using the, he's using the floor. He's using just his body weight. You can move your body and do amazing creative things. If you mm. just use a little bit of common sense and use what you have around you, you can do everything. And that's my biggest passion is to teach people how body weight training in itself can just change your life. And you never have to make another excuse about, I don't have a gym. I was so excited when the lockdown happened. Everyone's crying about not going to the gym. I'm like, I've got the park. I'm yeah. so excited. Like I could just go do what I do anyway with my body weight training. But as I said, I could go on about this for ages. But yeah, you're right. Just moving your body, guys. Just going for that walk, skipping, doing some push-ups, some sit-ups, squatting, just, you know, walking the dogs, like something. Just anything that makes your ass off the seat yeah. go and move that's it just don't sleep all day and don't sit on that chair that you're sitting on right now exactly. just get off and go do something 
Exactly. And it doesn't have to be difficult, you know, watch a movie and then do your exercises. Like I don't, I don't care where people do it. And just, it's just about loving who you are because, you know, um, I you don't know how old you are, but at 38, I'm just like, well, I really don't want to get to 58 and go, oh man, I really should have done something when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> so yep. it's, it's, it's really whatever age you are, start now if you haven't already. Um, 11 years get, younger, by the way. Huh? I'm 11 years younger. Well, that's why you can defy gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even, not even attempting that. <laughs> so, Please don't. I should put a disclaimer because <laughs> people like try that. And I'm like, don't do it because I've yeah. been practicing, okay? Face first on the concrete. Honestly, the um, first time I did a 360 push-up, I, tr- I was actually practicing in the gym and I splat my face on the, on the mats. And, I, and I, I wish I had a recording of that to show people that that's where it started when I tried. I thought I'm going to do it and then splat. I was like, damn it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it's all just a journey. Yeah, definitely. Um, we could talk for hours. I'm really conscious of the time, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna go straight into the fourth point, which um, actually you touched on already. It's it's gratitude for the good and the bad. It is. I mean, to be honest, it, even the phrase "good and bad," I don't even believe in good and bad. It just is. So it's very easy for us to be like, "Oh, I'm gonna fill out the gratitude journal because I've just had a 5K launch, or I've just done this, or." you know, life's going great. I'm so grateful. But actually when it hits the fan and things are going poorly for you, that is when gratitude is going to lift you up and it's going to lift you out. Because when you actually focus on what is going well in your life, and there is always something, I mean, honestly, again, living in the West, like the fact that we even have a house, the fact that we have electricity, the fact that we can get up in the morning and know that we're safe, you know, it's just those simple things can lift you from a place of oh my goodness the sky is falling life is so hard to a place of do you know what I actually have a lot to be grateful for I'm blessed in so many ways I'm going to make today count and that's not about doing you know you don't have to then save the world with the rest of the day it's just about sometimes life can feel so heavy that just getting out of bed you're just like it's tough it's Mm. really tough I've had some incredibly challenging times in my life when my son was born prematurely I remember, and I'm, I'm not a, a religious person, but I'm definitely spiritual. I remember just crying, being like, God, what have I done? What, what did I do? Why am I being punished? Like, why have you punished this baby to punish that? I was in a, such a dark place of like, what on earth is going on? And gratitude really helped bring me out of that because I was like, actually, no. I'm here. He's here. Take one day at a time. And it's when you, you know, for the listeners, I know, you know, in the country's going, the world's going through a crazy, crazy time at the moment. So if you have those days where you're just like, I don't even know if I can take, get myself out of bed or take that one step forward. Just think of all the things you have to be grateful for. The fact you're even in a cozy, warm bed, like be grateful for that. Be grateful for the fact you can move your body to get out of it and just take that next step because gratitude can lift you in the bad times as well as being an amazing energy booster in the good times. Love that. And one of my favorite little quotes that Lewis Howes shared once in his podcast, he said, gratitude is the antidote to life. Mm. And I totally just, honestly, I live my life just, the reason why people always think that I'm positive and I'm super passionate about everything and I have so much energy, because I start and end my day every single day with gratitude. It's my biggest secret. Like, I'm just so grateful when people say, Fadik, aren't you like, don't you have those bad days? Don't you ever feel tired? I'm like, well, you haven't seen me. You don't live with me, right? You've never seen when I feel bad. I just don't, I just choose not to share that on social media, you know? And that's the thing about social media. People only see not even 5% of your life. 
they only mm-hmm. see what you want them to see though so they only show you the good times the bad, the the um the the okayish times the times with their friends and family and they're having fun um sometimes just people just fake it till they make it online and i'm trying like my hardest to just show people the reality of what i'm going through and that's one of the reasons why i started a vlog a couple of months ago cuz i was just vlogging on youtube and showing people my day like from day to night i stopped doing it cuz it was taking lots of my time to edit and post on youtube and stuff but a lot of people loved it cuz they finally got to realize oh my gosh things like sadik sleeps on the floor cuz of his back pain or something like what the hell and i was just showing them everything like this is the reality of me and my life behind the scenes and people would appreciate that cuz it comes back to right at the beginning what you said when you accept yourself you don't care what what people think about your lifestyle if i want to sleep on the floor i want to sleep on the floor i have a reason for why i do that and um, I, i have a bed there but i don't sleep on the bed why cuz i just prefer to sleep on the on the on the floor it's better for your back you get better posture so that's the reason why i do it yeah. doesn't mean everyone has to do it it's just i'm just grateful that i that i have the ability to to you know to have to have the roof of my head to have a podcast my mindset mm-hmm. confidence that i have the the natural energy that god blessed me with like i'm so grateful for that and that's why being a coach one of the biggest things that i love of being a coach is just my energy like people just want to just take my energy every day like my clients are always like can we just talk to you every single day please like we just want to <laughs> well i'm not the one call a week like can we just take the can you just speak to me every day? like you're free to text me all day and have like a random call during the during the week as well but i can't speak to you every single day you're supposed to be implementing and taking action on what i've already spoke to you yeah. about that brings a whole other level of boundaries when you love what you do you're like dm me anytime it's all fine you're like oh crap this one's always going to just keep messaging me now yeah I've been there my friend it comes from love and 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 just pure like people feel me right people feel us as coaches they feel that we genuinely care we're not doing it for the money we're doing it cuz i want to really help you and change your life but mm. the money is there as the as the middleman to make sure that you actually implement what you do because when i was putting out so much free content and all the free value no one ever takes action on the free stuff mm-hmm. when they suddenly pinch their pocket and they take they're now paying you for something they know sadik is going to like check on me and make sure if i'm doing this or not yeah. so they they're going to take action and yeah. that's that, why that, that energy exchange is so important which it isn't a, a one of the lessons but it was going to be one of those lessons about really you know getting comfortable receiving money because that's a whole other podcast episode but um yeah, yeah that's that's so so true So the fifth and final one is be present of the now. Now this is definitely one I still struggle with. I don't think there's a single human that's like, yeah, I'm totally present in the exact moment all the time. But I find that throughout my life the times when I've fallen into worry or I've been stressed, I have either been living in the past or living in the future. And I haven't actually been present at all to where my life is right now. and i think for the entrepreneurial people that are listening to this we are so bad at living in the future because we're like oh my god i set this goal and i hit it now what's next what's next what's next and we never actually kind of go and breathe and what's happened today what what am i feeling in my body today what's my mind thinking how am i how am i today what is what's going on in my world today we're just so future focused and we're so wrapped up quite often with our clients and our work and it's busy 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 it's exhausting on your brain and that's when so many entrepreneurs hit burnout because we haven't actually taken that time to step back and reflect on what we've actually achieved it maybe just in a day but if, i mean god as entrepreneurs if we look back over a year anyone listening to this who's been in business look back at how much you've achieved because 
Honestly, internet years are like dog years, I swear. You feel like you've been working at this for a millennia and you're like, oh, it's been nine months. Oh yeah, I forgot. Like I've achieved <laughs> so much in such a short time because we're so massively impatient as well. But when you actually allow yourself to be present, you realize that actually everything's great. You're still breathing. You can, you, you can calm your mind. You can actually see what is happening around you. And the, the peace that that gives you to just be like, oh, no, I'm good. The reason I was stressed is I was thinking three weeks ahead and I was thinking about this and I was thinking about that. And if you can actually allow yourself to be present, even if it's just a, a short meditation every day, just to bring yourself back to the now, it's absolutely game changing. Totally agree. Again, like honestly, just listening to your words and just what you've been sharing it just it just really makes me or every every guest that I that I just sit here listen to makes me introspect and reflect again on my life and just I'm just, it's just so resonating with what I've been through in my journey and you know I, I'm usually I am the youngest of of the of the of the, of the guests as a host <laughs> or you know so for me it's like it's just wisdom you know it's just I'm learning from people who are way older than me who have experienced way more in life and hey let's less of the way older way older I'm, I'm, not, talking about, I'm not talking about Heather I'm, you know, I'm just talking about in general I mean I, I, I had I had Ernie on the show a couple of a couple of weeks ago and he was I don't know, 67 or something, still, you know, acting like he's 21. I was like, you're not old, yeah, Ernie. He's like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an old man. I was like, no, you're not. You're like 18. He's like, yeah, I'm 18 at heart. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And that's the thing when you, you know, everything I've shared today, I feel younger now than I did at 30. Because at 30, I was still in this kind of, I felt like I was still weighted down. I still had these balls and chains of what I thought my life should be. And, you know, the word should, every time that comes up, it's like, whoa, that's, that's an alarm bell of like what life should be and how I should be and, the, the, you know, kids and houses and, you know, what the future's going to be. And, oh my gosh, like once you let that go, you're just like, oh no, life's good. And actually age all of a sudden becomes just this random number that we kind of make up really. <laughs> it's not actually anything that, impacts life at all and yeah it's it's so started. so freeing you're just getting started heather hell yes <laughs> <laughs> you're just getting started this is just the beginning you're, 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 not, you're not what you said you are earlier you're actually just like 13 yeah i think so i've regressed <laughs> <laughs> i think if everybody just realizes that whatever your age is and you're listening to this right now just take away like 15 years from it 20 years mm -hmm. away from it and imagine you're that age again one of the things that I love doing with my clients and people that I meet my friends and just people on social media I always tell them what is your real dream you know that dream when you had a, as a kid what is that dream because someone has taken that away from you or for some reason you stopped believing that you can do that still so tell, tell me what that is like you know I shared in my TED talk I used to love action man um, and obviously I'm not going to become a real life superhero but instead, I took that concept of action man and that I, that I loved as a kid, and I mm. and I, now I I became action man in real in reality because I'm the one who consistently takes action in my life every single day. And as a coach, I love helping people take action, which is one which is why my Instagram line is now is just so simple. I help you take action. Simple, yeah. as like just straight <laughs> to the point. Like, what's the point of having all the fancy lines saying I know business owners, blah blah blah. No one even reads it, in my opinion. I don't know what other people will say about it, but no one really takes time to read that. They just want to know what you do. They see TEDx speaker, they see business coach. And if it just says there, I help you take action, that's exactly what they need from you if they want you, if they want to hire you as a coach or whatever, whatever it is in your profile. If you're a photographer, I take photos of London. 
you know, mm-hmm. or London photographer. Just like keep it simple is the other thing. Like I want to add, people overcomplicate and they overthink way too much. Mm-hmm. If everyone just keeps things simple and implements the five things that Heather just shared, life will become so much more at peace for yourself. You'll be, you'll be noticing that actually you are progressing and not regressing because if you just do what Heather shared, those five tips, honestly, they're all in, in some way or another are interlinked and they will help you to become a better version of yourself, to upgrade your mindset, to find that self-love, again, becoming a better version of yourself and just implement those things in your life and you'll you suddenly start seeing results. The problem is a lot, of, a lot of you guys don't implement. You listen to the podcast or, you, or they watch all the videos and well done, Sadiq, amazing. We love your motivational Monday videos. And what are, what are you doing? Like stop watching my videos. I don't even care if you like or comment on them. I, it's there for, for me to inspire you to go and do it in your life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. loved what you shared, Heather. Um, at the end of the show, I always share one last question which is going to be for you. And you have to answer it in one sentence, which is usually a little bit hard for everybody, but let's see how Heather does. Hands down going to be the hardest thing I probably have to do. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go, here we go. So imagine that Heather is given a speech in a stadium full of 90,000 people. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's a TED Talk. You're given a TED Talk to 90,000 people and you're, you just, you just, you're right towards the end of your speech. And you know at the end, everybody has that tagline. Everyone has that last um, sentence that they leave for everyone to introspect on. What would that last sentence be to all these 90,000 people in the room for you on that stage, in that moment, present? What would you share for them to kind of take away after the evening and implement and, and remember you by? Oh, Sadiq, throw me in the deep end. How the, literally my brain's like, oh my gosh. One sentence, Heather. No, no pressure. <laughs> I know, no pressure. Like TikTok, TikTok. <laughs> no pressure. Take your time. I know. I think, oh my God, there's so many things, but I, I honestly think love who you are and the world will love you. Simple. That's it. Wrapped That's up. It. Round of applause, standing ovation, <laughs> mic drop. I have left the room. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Straight to the point, powerful. Honestly, I I couldn't have said it better myself. That that honestly. Well, obviously, I've done an amazing forty-five minute TED talk. They're already like hanging on every word. That's just literally boom, off we go. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Mic drop and silence, and you leave the room. I love that. <laughs> so powerful, guys. Make sure you guys go show Heather some love. Heather, where can they reach out to you if they want to go and find out more about your services, your coaching, um, just or your just in general your social media? Where they want to reach out to you, maybe ask you a question about something you shared of, of one of these life lessons. What yeah, platform sure. do you so, on the most? Best place is Instagram. Um, I'm on there as Heather Angel Coaching. Um, I genuinely mean this. This isn't just like a soundbite for a nice podcast. Like if you want to DM me, just DM me. I am on Instagram probably way too much than is healthy. So I am always on there. So it's great to hear from you. And if you um, have any questions about anything I've shared. Also, I have my own podcast, the Focused and Fearless podcast. So do feel free to tune into that. It's a whole blend of business and mindset and spirituality and interviews with amazing people. So yeah, that's the two best places to find me. Awesome. And I will be leaving all the links to um, Heather's social media and her website in the description on YouTube and all over the podcast. So honestly, guys, as I always say to you every single week, go and reach out to her. Send her that DM if you're really struggling with something. I am pretty sure she will 100% reply to you, get back mm-hmm. to you, even help you in some way through the messages. And if you want to take it further, jump on a call with her because I'm also sure she'll do that for you. Um, but yeah, Heather, honestly, 
for me super grateful thank you so much for sharing your wisdom on my show and i'm looking forward to stay connected and learn more about what you will be up to in the next coming year mhm world domination baby <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it oh uh, well, you thank take care of yourself and um yeah we'll keep in touch If you're still listening, I just want to say a massive thank you from the bottom of my heart. It truly means a lot that you're taking time out of your busy life to invest in yourself, to learn something new, and now as a mentor of mine once taught me, teach it to others. Whichever platform you use, share whatever you've learned today with someone else out there in the world because we all need to spread more growth mindset related content out there for people to learn and change their lives too. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, let others know that there are guests on here who are sharing wisdom that's going to change their life and i hope to see you on the next episode take care